This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. If you missed last week's show, we had Lori Ford and Jean, representatives of the group, the AZDCS Oversight Group. If you missed last week's show, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com. Go to the Father Matters website. You have got to listen to last week's show. Forward it to friends and families. Um, uh, we are going to continue. They came back this week to continue on the conversation. And it, it, we're just going to pick up from where we left off because time flies by really, 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 really fast. Um, Gene, we didn't get a chance last week to hear what was the end results of your situation from 2018. We got a lot of emails and calls. People wanted to know whatever happened to Jean and her family. Did she ever get her kids back? So can you let the listeners know who emailed us all these questions about you? What was the end result from 2018? So after two years ago, because now it's 20, 20, January of 2020, what happened? Right. It's coming up on uh, two years. Um, so after a eight month process um, of uh, the battling the courts, the juvenile courts and everything, our rights were terminated based on the Phoenix Children's reports. Um, we did, however, have a doctor out of Dayton, Ohio. He has been the head of the genetics department for 25 years, um, <clears throat> excuse me, at the children's hospital um, out there. And he did say that my daughter had metabolic bone disease. Um, and um, Phoenix Children's failed to recognize that. DCS failed to recognize his um, medical opinion. And the judge, he testified in the trial as well. Um, and On your behalf? Yes. Um, and the judge um, looked over that as well um, and terminated our rights. Um, that was on, in October of last year. Our last visit was November 5th, uh, like I said last week. Um, but for right now... I uh, the AZDCS oversight group is is trying to hold DCS accountable for all the children, not just mine, not just Lori's granddaughter, but for all the children. Um, court watches are very very important in this process because it it just holds the judges and all the attorneys accountable for their actions. And that who, they who, do. who is the court watches? Who's the court watch? Does people know about these services and programs or groups? And um, we do have a court watch page um, that is ran by somebody else. Um, and they do put the court watches. Anybody can reach out and um, ask us to court watch. If we are available, we will. Um, and that information contact info. I'm sorry. Do you have the information through the Court Watch group? Yes, it is just the Court Watch on the Facebook page. Okay. Um, it is called Court Watch. Okay. 
Um, so anybody can reach out and say, hey, I would I would like it if somebody were to be available to court watch. And court watch meaning while they're going through their trial, while they're someone sitting in the back. OK, yeah. um, it's just the it's just the presence. And I mean, it's our constitutional right to be able to sit in a courtroom and observe um, and, and just watch in a public, you know, proceeding. Um yeah, DCS, um, all the courts in Arizona are open courts. And Laura, what happened? What was the end result for your situation with your grandbaby? Um, well, the alienation started by DCS immediately. Um, a, there was a wedge that they did succeed in um, <laughs> between my son and I. There's, we still have a relationship. It's not nearly what it was. Um, what happens is mother, um, DCS started the alienation process. Mother started it. DCS carried it on, and even the judge participated in so that. So where's your granddaughter right so now? So my granddaughter is now with her mother, um, and we have not seen her for over a year and a half. And this is why you started the AZ AZ, which is Arizona, AZ, DCS Oversight Group. Yes. Out I of your personal. Yes. I started um, reaching out to people. You know, it's really easy to think that it's just you. It's just your family. You can't, you feel so alone. And so I started reaching out and I found out it wasn't just us. And I found other people who were so grateful to have somebody reaching out to them because they too felt that they were all alone. They felt that they were the only ones. And the problem is if, if people feel that way and they're getting alienated from their own family members, there's a stigma that goes with a child being taken and seized by DCS. There's a stigma attached to that because DCS and the courts have ran the narrative for the whole in, this whole entire time. And so when you're finding out that other, this is happening to other people, it's, it's, it's a, like a relief that it's not just you or your family. And the stigmas that their narrative directs are not true. And, you know, DCS is very good at putting that in people's head. They will say, oh, your case is so unique. Oh, my goodness, this is a very unique case. You know, and, and that... You've heard, you've heard that from many families that you've come across. Oh, absolutely, and I, I've been through that myself. This is a very unique case. This is very, this is very interesting. And so that made me believe that, oh, this doesn't happen to other people, Um until you spoke to other people. Until I spoke to other people. And this was a couple months, you know, because I stayed quiet through my court process. You know, I didn't really, you know, reach out because I did feel so alone. Yeah. I thought, you know, we're going to get justice. Justice will be served. We're okay. But through these juvenile courts, there is no due process. I mean, you should have a jury of your peers. They are taking your liberty interest away. I mean, that is in the Constitution. They cannot take your life, liberty, or property away without due process of law. 
and they are taking all these kids based off an ARS statute and giving the parents no due process whatsoever. So if someone are going, is going through similar either Lori or Jean's situation and they have nowhere to go, how did it? How did they get in touch with a group like yours? And and this is a national radio show. What have you? Are you willing to maybe train or help groups get started in other states around the country? Because we get that question a lot. Yes. Um, what would be the what? What is the first step? To so I'm pl- listening to this. I've lost my child or my grandchild, and I'm listening to this radio show. I've never heard anyone like the AZDCS Oversight Group. How would I contact you? And and what do you do to help me? Please send us an email at azdcsoc at gmail.com. Um, what we have done is there has been different members of the group that go out and we advocate. We help parents um, realize that this is not a real court. Uh, what you're going to expect to go into this court is not going to happen. You're not going to get due process. So we kind of brace them for that. We give them the knowledge of um, the ASFA, the Adoption Safe Families Act. Um, and we let them know, you know what? You can ask for a trial by jury of your peers. And that right there is is going to, you know, cause some static in the court. But so we do, we, we give advice like that. So you, you, you give advice. Yeah. And support. we don't give legal advice. Right. What, what, what else? Why, why should I call the AZ DCS oversight group? Well, it's very important to get out there into your community and, and really, you know, open your eyes to see what is going on. I mean, I have seen so many different cases, different variety of cases. And now I know for a fact that this is not okay what they're doing. You know, I could take my personal experiences with it and I could say, poor me, poor me. But I, I mean, this is this is happening to everybody, you know, that is in the going through the DCS process. You know, the first thing to tell people, which is so important, is it's not you. This is not just happening to you. That right there is such a relief to hear for families that think it's them. It's, it's only us. What did we do wrong? Guess what? You didn't do anything wrong. This is their pattern of practice. This is what they do. It's, it's about money. It's not about your child. It's not in that best interest. It's in the best interest of the industry. You also have something else you want to share with us. We're going to go into a commercial first. And, and uh, Gene, you have some great information there that we're going to talk because it's bigger than just the courts. You got some other information. But what I want to do is go into a commercial break so we can not interrupt you. So right now you're listening to the Father Matter Show with Vance Sims. Today's guest are Lori Ford and Gene. They are from the group AZDCS Oversight Group. AZDCS Oversight Group. We're going to hear more from Lori and Jean after this commercial break. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry 
that's listener supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters Mentoring Programs for Families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. And if you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. At the end, just before we did the commercial, uh, Gene, you wanted to share a little bit. I know we was kind of hearing what uh, you've been through and what a lot of people are going through personally with DCS, but you also had there's another side that there is a need for DCS. You would agree? I I would say that there is somewhat of a need for DCS in the sense that um, if that child has no family members to go to um, and they need to find a place for these children, um, but to deny family um, is is not okay. Um, also. With the whole process, I mean, you, you're again, you're taking children, uh, p- parents' children away from them, and none of these parents are getting arrested. Um, mm. it, it, it needs to be in a criminal court of record. Juvenile court is not a court of record. Wow. And so if that child is truly being abused of course i don't want them to be in that situation but there needs to be a process so you're saying what's going on um there's kids being children being taken away because of something maybe criminally that they discovered but no one is being arrested for why they feel that these children need to be taken away. Right. That's because these right. are just allegations. They're not charges put on these parents. They're just allegations. So there is no facts. Allegation is not a fact. Um, so, yes, in some cases, they will send over the case to a, a prosecutor who will then pick up the case and prosecute the parents. Great. If a prosecutor is going to pick up that case, then I think that something may have happened. But my case, for example, a prosecutor hasn't picked up the case, but my daughter was so badly, quote, abused, but we're not in jail. Like, that is my biggest thing is because if if something, if abuse happened to my daughter, don't you think that somebody would be held accountable for that to give my daughter some justice? But unfortunately, it it doesn't happen that way. The other thing that I want to bounce off on that is... DCS will allege uh, abuse by one parent or both parents or whatever. So what they do 
I mean, Vance, we claim that what's going on in DCS right now with DCS, with them going into homes and seizing children on an anonymous phone call from maybe a neighbor that's mad at you or whatever, and immediately now when, when a child crosses that threshold with a DCS worker, the state gets four to $7,000 per child just at that instance. So we do believe that this is a form of human trafficking. Um, human trafficking is trafficking human beings for money. So this is about money. Um, what goes on is, this is mind-blowing, you, as the parent, you are put in a database. It's called the Central Registry. So you are on that registry for 25 years. So it's alerted if you have another child, it comes up in the hospitals, schools have access to it, doctors have access to it. And so you're on there for 25 years. So say that ch- your child that was taken and that child has a child. So it goes on generation after generation after generation. And we, I claim that that is their own human trafficking database. If you get your child back a year later or six months later, are you still? Yes. On, so you are still on that database. And, s- and here's the thing yes. about that is, again, it goes back to these are just allegations. Mm-hmm. And I used to work in a preschool. And if I ever wanted to get back into working with children because I loved working with children, I couldn't. Because that preschool is going to contact, mm-hmm. however they contact. I'm not really sure how they contact them. Background, but, doing the background check. Right. It's part of their background check. I mean, I fingerprint clearance, I pass, you know. But as far as that aspect, I won't be able to do that for 25 years. We have parents, Vance, that are um, they're dental hygienists. Okay. They're not allowed to work on children because they're in that database. So it's very hard for them to get employment. And it's their own, it's national database. So, you know, Child Protective Services nationwide has their own human trafficking database that they can just keep going and taking kids. Now, now let's take a sex offender, for example. They were convicted of a, a crime. Yes. So they are put on this list. Perfect. I would want to know if somebody is living next to me. But these parents are not even being convicted, and they are on this list for 25 years. What else does AZDCS Oversight Group do? What services provide? What else do you guys do? Sure. We inform and teach people how to do judicial complaints. You know, there's people, they they have no clue that you can even put in a judicial complaint about against a we we call them black robes um in the in the dependency courts and in the family courts um because those courts are administrative keyword administrative they look like a judge they're sitting up there on the bench high and mighty in their black robe they're not judges they're 
their administrative leaders in that courtroom. Administrative is um, administrative meetings. You know, it's a business. So they're having these administrative meetings that you're invited to. Wow. But they're all together for the same business. So we do teach the judicial complaints. We are doing a lot of legislation. We are writing bills. One of them is get some juries back in there. We need juries in these courts. Um, Juries in family courts? Family courts and the dependency courts. Oh, wow. Yes. Let a jury decide. Somebody that's not getting paid Mm. out of the same kitty. We have... um, Missing children out of DCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene, you wanted to touch on that. We were doing a commercial, you bring that up. Touch on that a little bit. Yeah, so currently um, there are 37 missing children for the fiscal year uh, uh, 2020. I apologize. Now, fiscal years, they run from July 1st to June 30th. So within, let's, let's call it five months, there are 37 missing kids from the DCS uh, system already. And, and what do you mean by missing? Meaning they took them from the family. They're supposed to place them, but no one tracked them. They're right. missing. And, and this it comes. It says missing children. There also is a category on here that says no ID placement. Now, we have still not gotten a clear explanation on what no ID placement is and currently there's 221 again this is in five months 221 no ID placements we are still waiting on confirmation on exactly what that means and nobody has been able to to answer that we have 184 runaway children this is all under 18 it could be you know they ran away from where they were placed ran away from their their placement um, I mean, the missing children is, is what worries us. And we go to these meetings every other week for answers. What, what, what meetings are you talking about? Um, it is um, a meeting with David, Senator David Farnsworth, um, and he is trying to get to the bottom of where these children are. And um, this has not been on the news No, the missing children. So uh, what we have done is we had put a bill together, um, and I will let Lori kind of explain that bill, but this is a bill that we um, did because we were attending the missing children's meetings with David Farnsworth. Yeah, we have been asking about these missing children for Mm -hmm. over a year. Um, Greg McKay used to be the director of the Department of Child Safety. Um, Just just a punk um no answers nothing from this guy secret everything was a secret with him so we still i mean we still haven't gotten any answers from the new director mike faust so what we did um we are putting we are dropping a bill it's called CETA, and it stands for child in distress alert And what we want to happen is immediately when these children are missing from DCS custody, that it's similar to a uh, Amber Alert. Anyway, this would be Arizona. And the Department of Safety would be responsible for putting this alert out. 
we do need to get this bill passed. Um, so that's, I mean, that's huge. An alert will come out then and say, hey, we have a missing child. Let, let, let me ask you this, because we're down to the last two minutes. Are, are you guys, how are you guys getting funded? Are you a nonprofit or, or, or can people donate to help? What, what, how can people help what you're doing at AZDCS Oversight Group? We are not a nonprofit. We do not want to become a 501c3. We do not want to be under the thumb of any government entity. So right now we are just doing everything out of our own pockets. Um, and it does get expensive going yes. all over to these court hearings and, and being court watchers and, you know, just it's, it's expensive. So if people do feel like they want to help us help people, um, azdcsoc at gmail.com for a PayPal donation. A PayPal? So you have a, a PayPal account? Yes. Okay, say that one more time. A-Z-D-C-S-O-C at gmail.com. we got 30 seconds. How can people get in touch with you? How can our listeners reach you? They can go to Twitter, and our Twitter handle is at A-Z-D-C-S-Warriors. We also have a YouTube channel under A-Z-D-C-S Oversight Group. They can contact us through any of those those um, contacts. Thank you both, Lori and Jean, for joining us. Thank you so much for coming back two weeks in a row. Thank you for tuning into the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>